Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We're talking about practice, man. It's your turn to do the intro, Caleb, not me. Hey, welcome to Lowering the Rim, where we set our goals to realistic heights. Very good. I'm going to give it a B-. minus. Just so the audience knows, this was our second attempt, because the first attempt wasn't good enough. Um, so we've got a couple of topics. To All right, talk let's about. cut that. We'll do another one. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a couple of topics, and what do you guys want to hit first? And one mixtape. <laughs> we could just, we'll just do them in order. We're gonna we're gonna take you down memory. Uh, well, our memory lane. Well, the whole franchise and one. Yeah, just the. Yeah. Let me tell you, my last encounter with and one was in 2019. I'm in an Alaskan Walmart, and there's An One shoes for sale. That was my last encounter. What was yours? Were you tempted to buy them, or were they just were they Walmart they quality like of a cool. tennis shoe? They looked cool. If I was uh, back in my middle school days, I would have thought they were cool. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, well, let me guess. They were bl- some sort of black, red, white variation. I feel like they're yeah, black mostly. Yeah. But you said they're trying. They're trying to make a comeback. Is that true? Yeah, they uh, have signed a couple NBA players. Um, Who? They signed Montrez Harrell of the LA Clippers. They signed Fred Van Vliet of the Toronto Raptors. He's on my fantasy team, right? No. We got rid of him. No, we never had him. Didn't have him. Which is fine because he had some injury problems this year. Well, the whole fantasy thing doesn't matter now. but um, Those are the two I know. And they also introduce a brand new shoe that those guys have been wearing. I forget what it's called. It looks okay. Um, it's not the... My greatest memory of N1 is owning the N1 Stefan Marbury around 7th, 8th grade. Mm. Um and it had Starbury? the no that was, that was when he was with uh, what was that Stephen Barry's this uh, is when he was with N one he had a shoe like it had that. an S on it it had like a basketball on it as well it was mostly black it was a good shoe I liked Marbury did he have a nickname was it Starbury Maybe. or was that just his shoe's name I think that might have just been the shoe I think his nickname was Stefan. Urkel? <laughs> I used to love An One, the brand and the mixtapes. The brand, uh, the faceless guy, the very cut faceless guy that didn't have a mouth but talked a lot of trash on the t-shirts. <laughs> uh, I don't remember what, I couldn't say a quote of what he said, but it was always him crossing someone over, dunking on someone, and he's saying, like, you know, get out of the way. <laughs> it's always, it was always something to the effect of, "I hope you have braces, cause there go your ankles." Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. something. Some good. Some real trash talk from some really witty and biting. Trash talk from old <laughs> no mouth. But uh, uh, the mixtapes, the VHS and one mixtapes. 
I can still see the artwork in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like a bluish gray on the cover, right? On the second one, yeah. That was a mixtape, volume two. Oh, okay. What was volume one? I want to say one might have been like brownish, golden brownish. Uh, I just remember, uh, I think Ian brought it home, right? And yep. it was like we had found the Holy Grail when we... Like once you watched it once... I mean, we, we were going to watch it about a hundred times. Played I that tape. I remember... In mid- we went to one of Ian's cross-country dinners, and all of the runners just left, went to a back room, found one of those TVs on, no. a, on a, like a stand with wheels, and we just sat in the room and watched it while all the parents were out eating spaghetti. I remember that. It was one of those AV club strap-down yeah. TVs. Yeah. <laughs> strapped. I, I feel like that was a thing that everywhere we would go, somebody was watching it. Yeah, it was a This is pre-YouTube huge and stuff as well. So that's yeah. how you watch stuff is you passed around a tape. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, I think we probably held on to it a little longer than it was, you know, our, our designated turn. Yeah, for some because we I, watched that tape a lot. I feel like we had it, right? Did we were Did we, we borrowing it? We never bought it though. I think uh, Ian borrowed it and like somebody, it was sort of a perm borrow. You know somebody, what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> did somebody somebody duplicate perm, it? Maybe minute. no, because we had the case, like the actual yeah. like Keegan saying it had the graphic on it that said M1 with the artwork. Uh, it's one of those things that the ring got right where. He, you don't really know where that VHS tape was sourced from. Where did it come from? You just got you just it. Yeah, it. huh, that's it. interesting, yeah. You always just had it somehow. Mm-hmm. Man, that thing was a gem. I and just that... remember wanting to know who the guy was on the first one. Turns out it was Skip. To my lid. And he just, the stuff he did, it's like... Remember thinking, you're watching it, and you're thinking, guys in the NBA can't even do this. Uh-uh. Like, that's how But then how, s- how mind-blown you were watching yeah. the tape. It's it, like, NBA guys can't even do this. And then he, eventually he ended up going to the NBA. Just to clarify, it's Skip to my Lou, not Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was like... What did he just... Even on the replay, you still... Some of them, you don't understand what he just did. You know what I mean? And I remember, I think a couple weeks ago, I was watching Rafer Alston on YouTube in the NBA, and they're like calling travels when he's getting his sort of... No, He's getting his like and one itch, and he's getting a little more loose with the ball, and they called a travel on him. It was really annoying. Just let Skip be Skip out there, you know? Yeah, how confusing must that be for him? Like, he's used to doing that, and the crowd goes nuts, and now he's doing it and being penalized. Is you know, he it's still the, it's quite the, the NBA? Or did he retire? No, no. Yeah, he's been out of the league a long time. But he he had a he was on the like Rockets for quite a long time. Well, the Kings kind of, like Jason Williams sort of brought Some an of that NBA flare and flash. Mm-hmm. That. But it still wasn't. It was fun for the NBA because nobody else was doing it. But it still wasn't quite the same as the and one watching those guys highlights you could tell like you said though you could tell people wanted it because even when jason williams started doing all this trickery well he it made him 
It made it made him so famous yeah. all of a sudden. People were like, well, the, who is this and guy? And the whole yeah. team started. I mean, Vlade Divac started doing it too. Mm-hmm. He started doing some fun passes. That was a fun Sacramento time, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. He do Turkaloo did not did not engage. <laughs> Neither did Peja. Who else was on that team? Chris Weber was really good. Um, um, one of the Barry what's his brothers. Name? He was had on all there. the tattoos. Oh, John Barry. Doug Christie. Doug Christie. I think Mike Bibby was on that team for Mike a little Bibby, while. He he was actually who they traded Williams for, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, so right. he they didn't play together. Yeah. But Pagia, uh, I do. I think that was the only. That was a fun. That team. was the only team I've ever watched a full basketball game of. Yeah. Was that was that, um, Sacramento Kings team? Mm. Now that one year they were involved in a bit of a controversy because. They lost to the Lakers in the playoffs, who went to the finals oh, and yeah. won. And game, they went to game seven. And then that game seven, the Kings were called, I think, for 24 fouls, and the Lakers were called for six fouls. Ooh. And people were just flabbergasted, like, this is what? something is not right here. Weird. You know what I mean? Because it's so off balance. Mm-hmm. And obviously the Lakers are the darlings. They have Kobe and Shaq, and yeah, yeah a lot of people. Maybe. Well, I say I don't. I shouldn't say a lot of people. There was just, it was in the air that maybe the Kings had gotten robbed. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm, yeah. Because that was a really good team. Yeah, I think. I sort of think they shouldn't have fouled as much. As they did. That's part of the problem, yeah. That's why they got called for so many. Maybe if they had less fouls, they would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, No. Is there any recorded of any other and one guy getting to the NBA, or is it just skip to my Luke, sort of blaze that path? I don't know. I know that, like, the professor is a YouTube guy now, and I loved Hot Sauce and AO. I don't know where those guys are or what they're doing, but... Which one of them? Uh, one of them. It felt like I was almost watching AI. <laughs> Alan Iverson, not artificial I, I intelligence. Think it, was I mean, that hot sauce? Hot sauce kind of looks like AI. Well, it bit. it was also just the movement. He had the the way the crossover and how smooth yeah, he was. I'm just, sure you studied AI. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alan Iverson had that. He was really fun to watch. He got when he, he first crazy. came to the league. He was getting called. When really? he was doing crossovers, was it for was traveling? It? Yeah, for carrying the ball, and that's and then eventually yes. they quit calling it. But wasn't uh, he like Juke and Jordan? Mm-hmm. Like Jordan was having a bit of a tougher time. Yeah, that's one of his most famous yeah. plays is him crossing Jordan up. Yeah, he's quick. I I can't think of I don't know of any other N one guy that went to the league. Maybe somebody did. I'm trying to think, who else was there? Half Man, Half Cadillac, Helicopter was. Who's the guy that did the seven twenty dunk? Was that Half Man? I think that was Half Man, Half Amazing. Uh, well, it wasn't maybe. him. I feel like he had a different name. That was guy. it. The I think he was from Houston. Didn't he have like a his name had some call back to Texas or something? Maybe. Uh, Walker Texas. Shiny boots. Yeah, no, something like that. Right. Uh, I I don't think it was half man half amazing who did the seven twenty. Um, 
It was... We'll have our stable boy look... Yeah, we'll have our <laughs> stable boy statisticians going to look uh, at it. I started kind of tapping out of the N1 uh, when it became a reality show. Then it just wasn't... See, I never saw... That. What was this? I never saw that era of N1. I think that's how they... Road Rules. What was, yeah. that? What was that MTV show? Road rules. Yeah. yeah. So this was Mixed on with... on a channel. What cha- what channel was that on? I want to say it was on ESPN. Yeah. As I a reality right. show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when they kind of just got kind of too Hollywood. I want my grimy VHS tape, and it's a skip. Just huh? Yeah, that's doing crazy. Well, I think stuff. I think they were doing. If memory serves, they were doing a making the band type thing, where they were touring the country playing local um, street ball teams and then they were trying to find street ballers to add to the yeah, and one organization oh, okay. and i think that's how professor the professor got involved was because correct. they found him so he was one of the winners of the yeah of the tv so. show and yeah. i think you get cut after you play a couple games or something like that do you think the issue with that is pe- people are People are watching because they want to see the basketball. They don't. Yeah. They're not yeah, watching because they want to see the, some sort of storyline unfold. I don't care about the drama, the theater. Is it air up there? Yes, did he, he the did the seven twenty. Okay, did not call back. To I Texas, knew it was kind of like a, a longer name with more than one the word. The air up there. It. Okay, he was the seven twenty. Yeah, that just didn't even make sense. Thank you. That was cool. I'm surprised no NBA dunk contest person has attempted that. Yeah, we uh, saw a lot of YouTube dunks that they've none of them have ever tried, huh? Yeah, shout-outs to, what's his name, Kilgarren? I don't remember. <laughs> Turquoise. I call him Turquoise. He's always <laughs> he's always in that, the different that hair, blue man color. Bun. Yeah, yeah, his dunks are crazy. Uh, yeah, but that'll, that's all he has to do. NBA players got to pass. Yeah, but Keegan's, <laughs> Keegan's talking a... about the dunk contest, not in a game. Yeah. No, 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 no. But I, I understand that. Oh, <laughs> I understand that. I'm saying that all, that's all, that's all he can. He doesn't have to practice anything else when he's practicing. I just want to say mm-hmm. an it's NBA... Like NBA players have to practice chess pass, bounce pass. There's that could be a, pass. You could make a contest out of the. Uh, you know, pass contest. <laughs> I like that. Pass con. I like any kind of fundamentals. That's what I'd like to see. Fundamentals. Caleb, you and I actually saw <laughs> the An One tour bus in Missouri at one point. I was yeah. so excited. Yeah. Uh, we got to take a tour. Uh, we didn't. No, get, we didn't get we, to it take just a tour. Parked somewhere? Or? No, it passed us on the highway. Oh, yeah. okay. So this is during live drive. But it was, heading, yeah, it was decked out with that same artwork that's on the VHS. It was like decked out with that. And they were real excited. They were heading to Silver Dollar City. They were gonna go see. <laughs> they were gonna go see all what the shows. What were you guys doing? Go see the Titanic Museum. Uh, we were, I think we were moving to Arkansas. Right. Mm-hmm. From Indy? Was that Man, we I don't moving? remember what we were doing. For some reason, I remember visiting family in Missouri during that time. Mm. I'm guessing the windows were tinted, so you yeah, couldn't see yeah, anyone. No, but see it. it's definitely this big bus that says and one on the side of yeah. it. I hope they have a re, a solid resurface, a reemergence of uh, 
of that whole franchise. I think if they, if they like, did that without any of the sort of non-basketball moments, without the slice of life, just if it was that, just the original and one mixtape VHS style. Good music, man. Especially if they made shots. if they put the grimy filter on it as well. <laughs> I would I would like that. Maybe it says play know, up in the top it left was kinda corner. Like, <laughs> the music was kind of this, like a little more obscure hip hop. It oh, wasn't we... quite like the poppy stuff, and sort it was of that, great. That stones throw hip hop. I, I mean, that was, was half that, the magic, but... right? It's not just the basketball, but the. The soundtrack that was on. Got, I like, mean, we some, would uh, kazaa every single song that was on there. You got like so deep cu- deeper cuts of like most deaf and corrupt, and you're like, what are these songs? <laughs> Let's throw them on. And are they on Napster? Yes. Am I downloading <laughs> them? Yes. It probably won't be ready till morning, but. Oh, that was great. The Last Emperor, I think, was on there. Very, very great times and here we are just dribbling our upward basketballs down in the basement trying to spin it on our finger and boy it's fallen off at about a one and a half revolutions and it is <laughs> off the tip of my finger keegan you know, i remember catching floor. keegan uh in the basement playing <laughs> he was dribbling a tennis ball with rubber gloves on trying to practice his grip someone told me i think it was drew you told me someone did that to practice I've heard of that, yeah, guys use gloves because there's no grip, so you have to just have even better control. (laughs) Gloves, you get those, you put those in a big vat of Crisco, get them all (laughs) lubed up. (laughs) No, these were were, um, sort of mittened gloves Uh, for all fingers. You were actually using a foam finger, right? (laughs) I just had the one finger out just because that's all we had at the ready. I was trying to spin an upward basketball on my foam finger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On it's my tough. on my Stone Cold Steve Austin middle finger foam <laughs> finger. And mom comes down and just has all sorts of questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drew. Who are your favorite players of all time? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'll give you five, so that'd be like a kind of a starting five, I guess. Okay, this is your dream team. Yeah. Well, my first one is pro- is not probably it. Hundred percent is Dennis Rodman. Mmm, the worm. I still have all his basketball cards. I pegged you as more of a Ron Harper man. <laughs> But continue. Uh, talking tops, upper deck. Um, <laughs> Flair. <laughs> oh, I just loved uh, now the I, designs in his head. I had a, I had multiple pairs of his shoes. His nickname, the worm, was fan, just so fitting for him. I had a pair of those worms. Hand me down from Holler at Cousin Logan. Yeah, you had the half zips, didn't you? <laughs> They had the half zip low top on them. But you had the uh, Rodman's black and red Converse, which were really cool. Those were. They had his tattoos on them. Um, they went with the navel tattoo, which was kind of weird. By navel, I mean belly button, not <laughs> not army. And there was oh, also uh, there was a McDonald's large cup that if you poured liquid into it, 
in the picture of him on the outside of the cup, his hair would change color with the liquid that you pour in. Yeah. Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Now, the the first pair of awesome shoes that I that I got was a pair of Dennis Rodman shoes. Um, before that, I was just rocking, you know, Payless versions of the <laughs> Air Jordan 9 or, you know, whatever my grandma bought at Walmart with mm-hmm. a padded tongue. Um, <laughs> but I got the, I think it was his first shoe with, no, it was his second shoe with Nike, the Shake and Destructs, where they had the burrito wrap, the giant check oh, on the front. Oh, yeah, those were cool. Yeah, like the check was just obnoxiously shoe. large. Yeah. Uh, I love that shoe. That was the first real shoe I ever got. That's a Mom what, bought it for me. You know what I liked about, you mentioned padded tongues on shoes. What I liked about those is you could pretend that you had pumps. Yeah. Mm, yeah. A little bit. I wanted like a Rodman shoe that's sort of based around the wedding dress look. Because maybe you want you want a nice <laughs> has a train on the back of it. Yeah, yeah, it's really not practical. I still have it's a photo good. of playing in Pal Club League. I think this was seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade. I'm shooting a free throw and I'm wearing. Mom has it. I'm wearing those Converse Dennis Rodman mm. shoes I had. The the. T- T-shirt jersey they gave me was about six sizes too large. <laughs> and they want you to tuck it. Is that upward? Mm-hmm. No, it's Pal Club. Oh, Pal Club. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, so anyway, Dennis Rodman. I mentioned him earlier. My second love after Rodman was Allen Iverson. I tore out every ESPN, the magazine picture of him and... Stapled it to my wall. You guys probably remember that. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch mm-hmm. of. We had some great shoes too. Yeah, oh I gosh. only got one of his shoes. It was the first one, but that was because it was our team shoe for for middle school. The was questions. It? Okay. Oh yeah. man, questions I forgot about. Cool. Yeah, they had the honeycomb, Those were like so air cool. bubble on the bottom and the Q on the side. Yeah, and no one was. I forgot we had to do team shoes for mm-hmm. for school. Yeah, so we had those. They were all white with uh, the black toe. Was anyone else sponsored by Reebok that was, like, was he the first, like, cool guy to be sponsored by Reebok? Or... No, they had um, Shaq. The Shaq Gnosis. Shaqs were Reeboks? Sean Kemp had a shoe with a Reebok. I don't remember that. I want to see uh, those. Allen Iverson is probably their biggest. Okay. I'm sure he's, yeah, the biggest one. I wish I could have got more of his shoes, but that was the only one I ever had. Well, Shaq is bigger, right? Yeah. Alan. Yeah. He's, He's about like seven, seven f- about three or something. About three buck fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, now I can't remember, something about Allen Iverson. Oh, yeah. This was kind of in line with the whole N1 movement. He had the uh, Jada and AI... Oh, commercial yeah, like where Jadakiss is just rapping mm. while he just dribbled. It was for one of his shoes. I and forget. The, I think it might have been the four. The, the answer whole, four. The beat is constructed out of shoe squeaks and basketball uh-huh. dribbles and. At one point, Jada swishes. Jada says something which is only like. It's only a term that's gotten popular more recently, like within the last four years. But he says something like. Everything he shoots behind that line is just wet, or something. He said it's something like that, and then, but that that never caught on till about 
Steph Curry era. Because that's what they say when you're just hitting threes. Yeah, wet. he's wet. Just, yeah, just <laughs> or that or that jumper's wet. That swish sound is a weird. I don't know. It's that swish sound effect. It conjures images in your head that you don't want there. <laughs> so AI's number two. Uh, well, speaking of wet. Steph Curry's got to be on there. So that's three guys right there. I'm just going to rattle off the next two so we can just move on. Uh, (laughs) Kevin Durant. So what is that? Dennis Rodman, Allen Iverson, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant. Who would my fifth be? Maybe Jason Williams. He's fun. I don't, I actually, I don't know my fifth. Maybe Jordan. I, I liked Jordan. Or Reggie Miller. Any one of those three. Mm. But we can move on. You know, uh, Keegan, you can go ahead and give us your five. Uh, I don't. I'll give you f- three or four, and I'll give you the last one if you need it. Uh, mine are solely based on people's names, not their skills. Okay. Just the way their names sound, in no particular order. Speedy Claxton, <laughs> Scooney Penn, God Sham God, Nick Van Axel, who I actually did like watch playing, uh, but he's got a great name too. And then that other name you said earlier, which I didn't haven't heard of, the person something Van Vleet. Van Vleet, Fred Vleet. Oh, Fred Van Vleet. Fred Van Vleet. That's a good name too. And Sur- anything with a van in the middle of it. Surprised you didn't include Mugsy Bogues. That's a pretty good. That's name. That's a pretty good name. I mean, it's pre- it's pretty low hanging fruit for your. I like Giannis's name because I can't pronounce his mm. last name. I don't actually know how to pronounce. There's it. There's a lot of really good. Uh, Carmelo Anthony's a yeah. good name. Yeah, it so, sounds like candy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is there a Carmelo? Is that a candy bar? I don't think so. It sounds like it would be a candy bar. There's a lot of really good names. Yeah, I mean, I think God Sham God is the only player that has a move named after him that he really? made up. What is oh, it? Really? They call it. Know. They call it the Sham God. What does he do? He so he'll put it out with one hand like this and kind of baits you to go for it and then brings it with Uh, the other hand across his body yeah so left to right or right to left they still they call it the sham guy i don't i'm pretty sure no other player has a move that is bears their name that's cool i know you've seen it before you just but yeah he invented it well at least he's credited as inventing it i don't really know history so he was in the nba yeah, he played in the NBA. Yeah. For some reason, I thought some of the guys that named might have only been college guys. Well, I don't think he was in the league for a very long time, but yeah, he played. Hmm. Hmm. Caleb, what about your? You got five. You got two. It's hard to do five because I think when I was a kid, it changed constantly. Mm. It's kind of based on whatever whatever cards I got in my uh, upper deck pack. Um. I would have pegged you as a flare. So I did. Um, I'm just trying to think of who I read books about or wrote papers about. And two of them, I read a book about Isaiah Thomas, mm. Mark Price. Mm. I wrote a paper about Magic Johnson. Mm. That's a good name. Um, it's not a real name. And. Uh, I remember really liking Gary Payton. Mm. Mm. That's a good name. He had good shoes, too. Yeah. The glove. 
Yeah, I think I think I liked him because I was a terrible shooter, and his whole thing was defense. So I sort of gravitated towards <laughs> something I had a chance at. <laughs> you can be good and not score. <laughs> I'm gonna. Add, I know I named five. I'm gonna add another one just because their nickname, but Pistol Pete. Mm. Mm, yeah. It's like an old western. Yeah, I just thought of my fifth one as Caleb was listing his. It's got to be Larry Bird. Mm. Yeah, I just saw a highlight reel of his. Just someone took all the best moves, and I didn't realize that he had he had as much flash as he did. I guess when you yeah. see all of his, especially best for his era, right? Yeah. Well, it's like him and Magic Johnson. They mm-hmm. they were both real. They were like flashy. the faces of the league for six years but what's really incredible years. is that their teammates kept up with that you what do you know? mean well just the sort of like passes they were doing are real confusing oh and just that the, their teammates were able to keep up with it i'm thinking of that scene on uh the pistol pete movie where uh he does one of those around the head behind the head passes to his teammate and it like breaks his teammate's nose because his teammate doesn't <laughs> see it coming. They're not so ready for that yet. Nose, yeah. Yeah. Wake yeah. up. So I think that's a testament to their uh, their teammates. Do you like Bird mustache or Sans mustache? Oh, a little, man. little lip flare. <laughs> Larry lip flare. <laughs> uh, you all right, Larry? I think I don't care about the facial hair. I just liked him when he had longer hair. Like, mm. uh, toward the end of his career, it cut it pretty short. Yeah. But when he had the longer sort of a Dirk Nowitzki sh- yeah. shag to it, just good. any version of that Larry Bird. Mm. Can I give you my fifth one? I didn't give you my fifth uh, f- favorite player. He didn't actually play, but he almost <laughs> did. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray. Very good. Wait, now he got in during the Monsters game. Yeah. Right? But he... Uh, yeah, don't ever mess with an Earthling. He had he one of us. the best lines of that whole movie. Was which... It, was it, it? What was it? Oh, you know what it is. I do, but I just want to see if you know. Let's see, Keegan? <laughs> he had a couple good lines. The first one I'm thinking of is... Larry's clear. Is that one? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Larry's no, that is good. White. Larry's, Larry's clear. clear. <laughs> was it? Um, That's not what I was thinking of, but yeah, that one's good. Choking up at the last game of the movie and yells, "Let's go, Bulls!" <laughs> <laughs> That's good. No, that wasn't it either. This uh, is he. He comes in with the backwards hat on, and he has to pep talk. Oh, and he's drawing up a play. Caleb knows it, now right? All I, all I hear is him coming in, going dun 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 dun. Uh, dun. I didn't know you, Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Who's he pass it to, you, Caleb? Or, or who's he saying he's gonna? Is it Bugs? He tells somebody he's gonna pass it to him. Oh no, or is he it Jordan? It to Jor- he yeah. says he's gonna pass it to Jordan. Yeah, and he says, and you go to the hole and dominate. That's right. <laughs> it's in our freaking intro. Yeah. What am I? One of my favorite lines of his in that movie is, is uh, uh, Daffy Duck ask, asks him, how did you get here? What are you doing here? And he says, oh, the director is a friend of mine. He just had a teamster drop me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. 
Oh, that's good. Thank you, Bill, for doing so many random movies. <laughs> that eyes. one is just—it's not only random, but it's just a, like as we're revisiting these lines, it's a really good cameo by him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But very much respected cameo. Now I don't know where we're winding a bit because we were talking about Rodman. Is it true that his hair was influenced by that Wesley Snipe movie? Uh, I can't think of the name. Uh, but Wes Wesley Snipes had like a where he has the Golden Lords haircut. Yeah. I heard that, maybe that was a rumor. Oh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. I always heard that Dennis Rodman's hair coloring was influenced by the movie Double Team. (laughs) Starring Dennis Rodman and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Probably that too. (laughs) No, you might be right. I don't know. What what year did that movie come out, Caleb? 93? It was 93. 93, man. That sounds like around... He started doing it when he was with the Spurs. That sounds near the time he was dyeing his hair. Rodman is kind of like the gold dust of the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a huge following, like gold dust, but he's usually not someone's favorite except for you. He was just fun <laughs> to watch. He just... He got an attitude. I love well, it. Well, and he had... He had antics, but he backed it up because he was such a good yeah. player. He was right. like what you talked about earlier, Caleb. He was just all defense. Defense mm. and rebounds. Well, wasn't he, he the didn't number score. one rebounder of the, of his era? Like, nobody ever had more rebounds than Probably, he did. yeah. And he was always on all defense team. Yeah. He just could lock guys up. He never really scored ever. Mm. But uh, He could kick a camera. He just did weird stuff, too. Yeah, like he would like full... Uh, parallel dive for a ball. Mm-hmm. When he would grab a rebound, he would do these wild kickouts with his feet that were just so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just had this strut to him. What's great is that he played for a team. I guess after he, the Pistons, he played for a team that he didn't need to score because they had enough people mm-hmm. to score. <laughs> yeah, he knew his role. He also so he started with the Pistons, and that was during the short shorts era, and he never deviated from that, even though the league's <laughs> shorts were uh, growing longer and longer. Even though the league made a regulation to not have short shorts anymore. <laughs> I mean, he was one of the first guys that really was getting tattoos. Mm. I mean, he didn't even have a lot, but for that era of the NBA, it was a lot. Yeah, That Bulls team really changed the way uh, NBA players... Uh, I guess operated because uh-huh. you had Jordan who did the whole shoe and closing lo- clothing line mm-hmm. and sort of the side business. Yeah, you were more than just um, before a that basketball player. Yeah, it seemed like every before that I think it was restaurants because mm. everyone had uh, NBA players had their their restaurants or whatever. Do analysts look at like the Bulls and say, okay, here's the formula for success? You need your big star, Michael Jordan. You need uh, his... Uh, I don't want to use the word assistant because that's not the right word, but whatever Scotty Pippen they do, is to Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean, they do say, like, you need to win a championship. You've got to have, like, at least two probably top 20 players in the league, like, to start. So that would be, like, your Jordan Pippen, right? Like, and two guys kinda... that are just elite. 
And then you need your sort of oddball goof-out man like Rodman. <laughs> Is that what they're saying in the analysts? We need someone who's kind of out there. You know, you have to... Mickey, you have Donald, and you have Goofy. And Goofy's <laughs> definitely the Rodman in that situation. You know, do people, do analysts get down into personality types and antics when Man, they're analyzing? that would be analyzing? interesting, huh? Psych- if they're the actually psychology. looking at personality traits to try to figure out what's the ultimate makeup of a championship team. I'd, I, I don't know. Well, did, uh, who won last year? Fred Van Vliet. The Kawhis? Toronto Raptors. Mm. Who did they have because last, last Caleb, year? A lot of people said that the Raptors won because life uh, will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think you could win without a whole this holy trinity that we're talking about. But if you want to win, you know, six, maybe this holy trinity of a Jordan Pippen Rodman sort of psychological balance there. You need that triptych. Might uh, get you those six rings. Basically, you need the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And Rodman's definitely the Holy yeah. Ghost in that. <laughs> the Holy Ghost dust. <laughs> Holy Ghost dust. That's good. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that was like one of the greatest teams ever assembled. It's crazy that they even did it. But, uh, yeah, anyway. Cool. Well, um, that's a podcast. That is a podcast. And we don't have to do an intro now, or an outro. <clears throat> we don't have to do an outro <laughs> now because Caleb Pre made it. Let's roll it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the Rim. And feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.